Good morning, good morning, my Relentless Healers. Welcome to the Relentless Healing Podcast, where we discuss everything from past trauma to current life events. We talk about things that no one is comfortable with talking about. Um, It is a beautiful, yet chilly, Monday morning. It is November the 2nd, guys. I'm so excited we have made it to November. Because when I tell you I have been patiently waiting for Thanksgiving, woo, yes, I'm, I am excited. I'm already in the process of planning my menu, honey, because I am ready to eat. So sad. That should be the last thing on my mind. But I've been, I've been thinking about this for months, okay? So firstly, guys, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for my listeners if you are sharing this with anybody it brings so much joy to my heart to wake up in the mornings and check my analytics and i have reached some new areas of the globe honey and i am excited and i'm ecstatic because that means that we have some new healers on this healing train and that is always a beautiful thing to see it warms my heart it lets me know that god has placed me in a position with the words that I need to provide to my listeners. So I am super happy this morning, guys. I'm excited because I've reached some places that I don't even think about, (laughs) okay? And I I say that in the most humble way. So guys, today, let me tone it down because my, 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 this, um, this topic is going to be a little bit on the sensitive side. But it is something that I feel like needs to be discussed because last month and the month prior, it was just, it was going on a lot. It was happening a lot and it really makes you cringe, made me cringe. And, you know, I hope when, if you were to see something like that, it would make you cringe too. And also just unfortunately put up more walls, you know? So pretty much what I want to talk about today is these relationships where people have began to get uncomfortable with allowing someone or the other partner to remove themselves safely, safely, excuse me, don't know what I just said, safely, removing themselves safely. Um, it's so heartbreaking and it, it's so terrifying because a lot of us are in relationships, whether you just started dating, you just got back into dating, or you've been with someone for a long duration. Um, It's scary, guys. It's so scary to just think that if at any given time, you know, your heart is no longer in the relationship for whatever reason, um, and the other person is just not comfortable with the answer no or I don't want this anymore to the point where they are literally taking lives guys it is so serious um I've seen it before you know it's happened before it's been happening for a very 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 long time there's you know whether it's an argument or um a divorce it it doesn't really matter what it is I still feel like everyone is an individual whether you are in a relationship or not you are an individual so you should be able to have the voice and the option to remove yourself without the fear that someone is going to take your life that is so scary to me 
And it just breaks my heart to think, you know, that there are people in this world that are in relationships with people um, and, and they feel that because someone does not want to be with them anymore, it gives them the right to take that person's life. And it is so sad. It is so sad because I feel like at that point, if you have either just ever had the thoughts or you've done it, you know, not only do you not care about this person that you've taken their life, but you honestly don't care about yours either. And it is so sad because, you know, I don't think that the people that are committing these types of crimes are actually thinking about anything quite frank I, I don't really think that they they're thinking you know but it affects so many other people it doesn't just affect the person that committed the crime or the person that they committed the crime against you know if there's children involved obviously there's family there's friends it takes everyone through so you know I always say that there are signs okay and believe it or not you know, I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for 12 years. And when I say that there are signs to different things, you know, it can be something very, very basic. You know, you there are signs to tell that your partner is, you know, being deceiving or that they're lying or whatever the case may be. There's still always signs. And a lot of times I feel like, you know, when you're in love, you tend to overlook signs. And it can be the smallest change you know, and we may try to make an excuse for it. Or, you know, uh, he or she woke up in a, in a very bad mood this day. Um, and I just attributed to the night before or just felt that, you know, they got bad news or anything like that. So instead of us asking those those cross questions, and I'll go into, you know, acting like I'm teaching those probing questions, <laughs> we tend to just make excuses and overlook and oh, it's going to be okay. But those tiny signs turn into a bigger picture at the end of the day. And sometimes it's too late. Um, I've seen where, you know, there's people that have been in relationships that are, you know, maybe one person was strong enough to remove themselves, but, you know, just little signs of harassment, calling your phone, emailing popping up um you know threatening and it can be just very tiny you know and you may find it to be sarcastic or they're just joking they're in their feelings so they're trying to get under your skin but those are really signs guys and I, I really want everybody to start paying attention to things like that you know um you know the older people always say that a drunk is is who's tells the truth right you know when you get somebody drunk that's when everything that they've ever wanted to say to you comes out and a lot of times people will ignore that and they're oh my gosh they were drunk so they didn't mean anything they said no in actuality they meant everything that they said that's when it came out right so it's almost the same instance when you're upset when somebody's mad that's when things that they've been wanting to say for a very long time actually come out and a lot of times we just say oh that was nothing they were in their feelings you know they were just trying to hit below the belt get under my skin they weren't really serious but they were and everything that came through their mouth was how they feel how they felt 
what their intentions are. And I feel like we really have to start paying attention and listening and stop brushing those things under the rug. Because at the end of the day, God forbid something was to happen, you know, whether it was you retaliating or the other person retaliating on you, you know, you have to think the damage that that causes. Is it worth it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Is it worth your sanity? No. Sleepless nights? No. Days of crying? Absolutely not. Is it going to hurt? I'm sure it will. Depending on the amount of love that you have for someone, you know, even breaking up for a couple of days is painful, right? So being in a relationship with someone for years, building a life with this person, um, starting from the bottom, as we like to say, and building your life in the direction that you saw fit, of course, all of that is going to hurt because you thought that this was your person. But one thing that I always stick to, and I and I say it a lot to family members and friends and acquaintances and really anyone who needs to hear it, is that hurt people hurt people, okay? And I know you've probably heard it before. It may, it may sound very, very cliche, but it's very true. You have to think of it this way. You've had a lifetime of, of pain and lies and, and, you know, just anyone hurting you whether it's someone close or distant, being hurt. So you have this resentment in your heart. So I don't want you to ever think that you are the only person that has been hurt. So when you get with someone, you have to remind yourself and keep it in the forefront of your brain that this person has been through something. And they may not tell you, you know, until down the line, they may not ever tell you because that is the reason that I have this podcast. This is the reason that I want people to begin to heal because it is starting to leak into other areas of our lives just by not healing properly, not allowing ourselves to heal. It has put so much pain in our hearts that we begin to lash out at people who really don't deserve it, who have absolutely no idea of the circumstance. But because they are in the space, they kind of get that. You understand what I'm saying? So if you've been hurt, which 100% of us have, I'm not even going to say 99.9, 100% of us have been hurt in some shape, form, or fashion. It's life, right? So you have to take into account that anybody that you get with, man, woman, it doesn't matter, has been hurt as well. And if they have not learned to properly heal, then at some point in that relationship, whether it's the beginning of the relationship, the middle of the relationship, 12, 13, 14 years down the line, that hurt is going to have built up to a point where it's going to start overflowing into different areas of their lives. And a lot of times that is uncontrollable. That's kind of where I had gotten in my life. I had been hurt for so long, carrying so much weight that I started noticing it. That my pain was beginning to overflow into different areas of my lives. And I was throwing bullets and shots at people who actually had no idea of the amount of pain that I've been through, the situations that I've endured, they had no idea. It was something I never spoke about. 
But because I've built up so much inside, it began to overflow. It's almost like when you're cooking and you have something boiling on a high temperature and you put the lid on, you know, in the assumption it's going to contain itself, right? But what normally happens if you are a cook, you know, it begins to overflow and it begins to leak leak out of the sides of the lid right and and hit the the burners and that's when you get spillage and overflowing and smoke that's what happens in our lives it's the same exact concept it goes back to the balloon effect you know you don't truly know the capacity that you are able to hold until you have reached a breaking point so it is so important to pay attention to even the tiniest of of signs, because if you don't, you could be very well putting not only yourself, your children, your mother, your father, your siblings, you know, your friends in danger, and you don't even know it. Because for so long, you have taken those tiny signs and you've hid them or threw them to the side. Now those little signs have begun to form something much bigger and it's almost like it's too late. That person has reached their capacity, whatever they have going on mentally and emotionally, that no longer are they able to control it. So now it is beginning to spill over into different areas of their lives and it's almost too late to to stop it. And so what's been happening is it's getting to a point and, and let me put this out there. I am making absolutely no excuse for the behavior of these individuals who are taking people's lives because there's absolutely no excuse for it. However, I am definitely wanting other people to be aware that you need to pay attention. I understand being in love. I get it because when I tell you guys I'm in love and I have overlooked brushed some things under you know made excuses for because love is a very complicated thing you know we watch these movies and and you see these love stories and it's beautiful and you think that it's always going to be you know horizons and beautiful flowers and breakfast in bed and quite frank it's nothing like that we call those fairy tales and dreams honey they're really not that good But when you love someone, you want to see past their faults. You want to see past their insecurities. So we begin to make excuses for them. They're just going through something where you're going through something. So if you were to do something harmful to them, does it give you a right because you were going through something? Absolutely not. Same goes for the other person. You have to be able to protect yourself knowingly. Okay? knowingly it all ties into everything you get into an argument and the man or the woman puts hands on you and you think oh they were just upset they would never do that you know if they weren't mad if they'll hit you once let me tell you one thing they will hit you again because you allowing them to make it with that first hit lets them know automatically in their mind if I play like I'm upset and put my hands on this person they are going to make the excuse for me to make it okay. Where I can then come in and apologize. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I am so sorry, please forgive me. And you do what? Forgive them. 
And I won't even honestly say that you forgive them because a lot of times you do not. That's one of those situations where you may play it off as if you've forgiven this person. But at that very moment that they laid hands on you, you began to add bricks to the wall. You just never spoke about it. But mentally, you begin to add bricks to your wall because now you are scared. The last thing you want to do is to be scared of the person that you are in a relationship with. To be scared of a person that you literally lay beside every single night. I want you to think about this. How many of my listeners have been in a relationship with someone and it's gotten to a point of anger and you've had an argument and whether they laid hands on you or made an attempt whether it was just raising their hand at you, acting as if they were going to throw something at you, whatever the situation is, and immediately you put your guard up. Mentally, you put your guard up. Let me break that down even more. Mentally, you put your guard up. You don't say anything about it. You may try to brush it off and act as if everything's okay, and I'm so sorry that I pushed you to that point. First of all, you should never apologize for someone putting their hands on you. Ever. Because it was nothing that you did that could have pushed them to the point of putting their hands on you. But let me explain something, because this is going to sound so judgmental, and I'm very much aware of it. But never apologize for someone putting their hands on you. And let me mostly say never apologize for someone putting their mouths on you and and. That's not even in that general sense. Putting their mouths on you means speaking down to you, criticizing you, calling you outside of your name, your birth given name. Okay, anything other than your birth given name is calling you out of your name. Understand? If they're not calling you honey, babe, sugar lump, whatever you guys, you know, your nicknames are, I'm sure there's so many cute ones out there. But if they're calling you B-I-T-C-H's and M-F's, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to speak that type of language on my podcast, but you know what I'm saying. That is calling you outside of your name. Don't allow someone to put their mouth on you. Because those are also signs. Not only are there signs that someone is having something mentally going on with them that they can't break free from, it's also signs that this person doesn't have compassion remorse they don't care and if you allow it one time it will continue to happen pay attention to the signs guys please pay attention to the signs stop making excuses for people stop trying to make yourself feel bad for the way that others are treating you and reacting to you Because it's not okay. There are so many, and I'm going to say women because that's what I've been seeing most. That doesn't mean that there are not women that are out here doing the same exact thing because there are. But I've seen mostly lately, there's just been nothing but women that have been getting murdered by these men that they loved, that they built their lives with. All because the flame went out in the relationship and this woman no longer wanted to be with this person. So she wanted to remove herself, whether it was they were in a simple relationship or they were committed under God in a marriage and they wanted to leave. And the significant other decided that you cannot live without me. And if that is the case, you won't live without me. Let's be very, very clear. That individual did not put breath into your body. They should not have the ability to take 
the breath out. Do you understand me? That is so serious. And people are just overseeing and overlooking these emotions and these signs. And it's causing them pointless deaths in the end. Now, I'll say it again, like I've said it before, God makes absolutely no mistakes because trust and believe there have been many attempts to take someone out of this world and they saw God saw fit for them to continue to live. Okay, so be very clear about that. Be very, very clear about that. I am not here trying to say that, you know, it was not their time. And and I know that sounds so harsh because I've been through those types of pains and I've felt those types of pains, but I have to also realize that God is the, has the last say. And I can't just say that and not believe it because I've seen where people have been through some very tumultuous, you know, situations, very dangerous situations to the brink of death. And God saw fit for them to continue to live, to be able to tell that story to someone else. So I am not here to say that God made a mistake. But what I am here to say is you have got to open your eyes, pull up those blinders, pull back those shades and look and pay attention to these people that you are giving your life to. I'm not here to judge because when I tell you if I was to break down, you know, the dynamic of my relationship and things that I've been through and put up with and made excuses for. The list can go on, but I'm human. I love hard and I know I'm not the only person. It's okay to love hard, but you need to love yourself harder. Just as hard as you love somebody else and you want to make excuses for them and you want to. This is my biggest thing right here. I have a heart of gold. I have a very big, big, big heart and I love so hard. I always want to see the best in people and I want to see people go beyond what they think they can do. So I always try to make myself feel like I'm a fixer when in reality, I'm not. I can give as many words of encouragement to some to someone. I can push somebody beyond their limits. You know, I can pray over somebody. I can love them to the depths of their soul. But if they don't believe in themselves and they don't believe in the man that wrote their story, there is absolutely nothing that I can do for them. And that speaks volume to me. It's taken me a very, very long time to learn that. That doesn't just speak for my relationship. That speaks for all of my relationships. Whether you're my family, my friend, my acquaintance, someone that I just may meet in passing, that speaks volume. We have got to learn to pay attention. It's so important. Okay, it's so important, guys. The first sign that doesn't sit well with you, the first sign that happens and you have to begin to build that wall up, that that needs to let you know. That needs to be an alert. Just like we get these notifications on our phone, that needs to be a notification in your life that, honey, this is not for you. Because if this person loved you the way that you were meant to be loved, there's absolutely no reason that you would have to make excuses because they wouldn't be doing anything that would cause you to make excuses for their behavior. There are really things that happen that we literally, when I tell you, we brush it under the rug. We might get in a relationship with somebody and it's all good in the beginning. And then we've been together for a year or two years. And we start noticing that 
you know, they hide their phone or they tell the tiniest of lies for absolutely no reason and have some very bullcrap excuses about it. Or they want to seclude you away from people, away from your family. They don't want you talking to your friends. They don't want you going out. They don't like how you dress. They don't like how you talk. It's little things like that that add up to a very big situation that a lot of times from what I've been seeing has been the cause of a lot of people losing their lives because they've allowed these individuals to manipulate them into these people that they are not truly deep down. That's not them. And when they no longer want to accept what is being given to them, And they want out. And you tell somebody, I don't want to do this anymore. And if that person gets upset and can't understand that it is okay for them to be by themselves and for you to be by yourselves, then there is a deeper issue. There is a deeper issue. One thing I will put out there is that prayer is one of the top priorities in a relationship. And I know a lot of relationships do not pride themselves on that. Prayer is one of the top things in a relationship. You understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we get into these relationships and we love so hard. And God could have been sending signs left and right, literally putting them right in front of our face. But because love will blind us a lot of times, we don't even see the signs. Yet, we will go and pray and say, God, I need you to fix this relationship. God, put us in a better position. Heal our, you know, heal our heart and take away all of the pain and if that person isn't meant for you God is not going to fulfill those things because he has a vision for you he has a person for you he has a person for you and I'm not just speaking to my listeners I'm speaking to myself as well because I have fallen victim to the same situations you understand so I'm not here trying to make it seem like oh I I got everything solved and figured out because I do not I'm learning as lo- uh, along the way but I know one thing I have to begin to heal myself first before I can expect for someone else to portray those actions to me. Because if they can be the best person, they can be my person. But because I'm so broken, I don't have the capability to love them the way that I would want them to be loved. I don't have the capacity left in my heart to do so. So you've got to begin to heal yourself first praying that God can step in and heal the other individual as well so that when you guys are done healing you know what I mean then you can come back and a lot of times that that is the key and I'm speaking personally I'm I'm giving my own opinion because you may feel indifferent about it but I feel like when you're in a relationship and you really love this person and you see something in this person Sometimes all it takes is to separate yourselves so that you can heal, they can heal. Because two broken people can't fix each other. They don't have the capability of doing so. But two healed, put together individuals can make something beautiful happen. Please remember that. Think about that. If you're going into a relationship or you just got out of a relationship... There's no need for you to rush into a new one because you haven't allowed yourself to heal. You have not allowed yourself to heal. So you're not only bringing whatever previous damage you had prior to entering the relationship you just got out of, but you're now bringing all of that extra baggage into something new that that person that you're getting with has no idea what they are about to receive. 
And if they're already broken and you're already broken, how in the world can two broken people begin to build something positive together? It may seem like it can happen. You may look at relationships and say, well, when he got with her, he was, you know, he didn't have anything. He was broke and he was homeless. And so was she. They came together and they got the bag together and they persevered together. That may be true, but they both had some healing moments within their relationship within themselves. You have to be able and willing to heal yourself before you begin to try to heal and help someone else heal and help someone else build. Pay attention to the signs, guys, because a lot of times they're so clear. They're so evident. If you feel uncomfortable, even for a slight moment, remove yourself then. Don't wait till it's too late. Don't wait till it's too late. And if you feel like something may happen because, you you know, we, we have these gut instincts that I know a lot of times we try to push down and act like it's nothing, but it's really something God gave us those instincts for a reason. So if you can't do it by yourself, you make sure you call someone to come to your rescue. Because everybody deserves to live if God sees fit. Nobody on this earth should be able to determine when you're going to wake up the next day. And if you're going to wake up the next day. Because we love so hard that we overlook the signs that were right there in front of us. Because they're there. I promise you, they are there. Whether they're the tiniest of the signs or the biggest thing in the world, they are there. Pay attention. If you're uncomfortable, remove yourself. Try your best. Get you a support team. Don't be quiet. Because that being quiet, people, when things like this happen, that's all I've been seeing. I had no idea. They were the the perfect couple. They were so cute together. He loved her so much. I never seen them argue. I never seen them fight. But one thing I always say is even those people that you see smiling out in public, I promise behind closed doors, there has been an issue that they are too proud to let others know that they're having. When in reality, that's what you should do. In reality, guys, pretty much that is what you should do. It's stop being so quiet, okay? Just to sum all of that up. I don't want to hold you guys too long on this beautiful Monday morning. I just want everybody to start paying attention, to start talking. Stop being so quiet about your relationship because you don't want people to judge you. You don't want them to judge the person you're with. You don't want them to talk about you. Like I tell people all the time, they're going to talk about you whether you're dead or you're alive, whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad. So it doesn't really matter. You know, stop trying to get validation from other people's opinions because. It doesn't matter. And I guarantee the ones with the biggest opinions are the ones that are going through the same exact thing that you're going to. They just refuse to talk about it. Okay. Um, Pay attention, guys. Oh, my gosh. I can't stress that enough. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Tomorrow is election day, guys. I didn't want to forget to put that in this episode. Tomorrow is election day. I'm not here to persuade anybody to vote for, you know, one person or the other. You're your own person. You have your own opinions. So you get to make your own decision. I just would love for you guys to sit back and pay attention to the things that have taken place, um, you know, with the two individuals that are currently running right now, just so you can have valid reason when you're making your decision uh, tomorrow when you're voting. Guys, please listen, share this episode, spread the word because too many people are being affected. And we're just sitting back being quiet. And I don't want to become one of those people 
that when something happens, um, God forbid, we're sitting and we're just like, I had no idea. Okay. So if, if you know what's going on, you have family members, friends that are going through something similar to this episode, you make sure you sit them down and you have them listen, or you talk to them on your own behalf and give them words of encouragement so that they can have the strength to walk away from the situation. Okay, guys. Um, once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing. I want to continue to reach different avenues, different parts of the map, honey. I am just, I am excited. I never thought that I would be able to touch so many individuals in the month that I've been doing this podcast. So I'm beyond grateful, all blessings to God. So, um, thank you guys for listening to the relentless healing podcast and jumping on this train for your relentless healing as well. I love you guys. You have a great day.